Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Phony rappers who do not write. Phony rappers who do not excite. I always wanted to be thought of as a brother by you. Like real brother. Embarrassment, this um, shyness, this bashfulness. If you take that out of the people, then these people will do whatever they want to do. And that is the very definition of America. A people who have no shame and therefore they do whatever they want to do. I don't know her. Mamma! Mamma mia! <laughs> Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow Tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. bottom race to the 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 bottom Terminado otro capítulo en mi vida La mujer que amaba Hoy se me fue Esperando Noche y día Y no se decide a volver Pero yo sé que volverá Y si no No hubo motivo 
para terminar la he tratado de olvidar mas sin embargo la recuerdo más no se asombre si venga un hombre llorar From the Winslow T broadcast booth in chilly Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're listening to Race to the Bottom, baby. That's Hector Laveau with Ausencia. And my opening monologue, as always, will be sponsored by Winslow Tea. I'm drinking it right now. Here we go. Ah, that's scalding. Sometimes you gotta get it hot. Because that's how you know it's Winslow. Hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know because I know which which side my bread is buttered and it's both sides because I'm making a grilled cheese I've said that before but I'll say it again because that's mine uh, copyright race to the bottom industries how about that mashup what'd we hear we heard we heard uh, what'd we hear we heard from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. A Thanksgiving movie, right? Hey, he's going home for Thanksgiving, isn't he? Those aren't pillows. The classic scene, right? Those aren't pillows. We heard from A Tribe Called Quest, phony rappers, and the shame monologue. These people have no shame and therefore may do whatever they want to do. And that is the very definition of America, a people who have no shame and may do whatever they want to do. That goes out to Omelet Bar and also to my new neighbor, who is a big fan of EDM, it seems like. Every night, boom, 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 boom. Right through the wall, baby. Right through the wall. 3.30 last night, 3.30 in the morning. Doom, 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 doom. That's fun. Got excellent luck with neighbors, my wife and I. Keep you posted on that drama. We heard from from uh, the Godfather. Um, Tom Hagen saying, I, "I've always wanted, I've always wanted to be thought of as a brother by you, Mikey." 
watch The Godfather with my family on Thanksgiving on, what was that, AMC? One and two. We, we had to split somewhere in the middle of two. We also, from this same movie, Mamma Mia! And one of my younger cousins thought that is the scene. That is where Mamma Mia became something that people say. We heard from Mariah Carey, who still doesn't know her. And we heard from Snap. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of hectic. Not heavy. My father-in-law, when we, he was helping us move, and we were carrying things, he kept saying it's getting kind of heavy. But it's hectic. Father-in-law. Here in Bremer and the and McCoy in the background, but I got some apol- I got an uh, an apology for you guys. I'm going to teach you how to say "excuse me" in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi, excuse-moi, pardon, pardonnez-moi. Je suis désolé. So, here's my apology. I'm sorry for last week's show. It was my best. It was actually, I think, my worst. With that said, it was better than the trash radio that somebody like Pete Callender does on a daily basis. But it still was not great. And for that, I apologize. I stayed out too late with with my family. Doing karaoke. And I was hurting in the morning. So I just played a bunch of music, which was wonderful music that I've curated. We all love that word, right? But it wasn't up to the RTTB standard. And je suis désolé. But that leads me to our, my next segment. Something we call recommended. It's a recommendation. 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 It's a recommendation. Recommendation. I recommend that you listen to today's show. Because I'm, I got the eye of the tiger, and I, and actually, I recommend that you listen to the whole month of December Race to the Bottom programming. Man, do we we have it lined up for you? We got a good one today. Just doing doing a standard bread and butter show, but I'm hungry. Putting a lot of butter on that bread. <laughs> You ever gone to a restaurant and you're kind of hungry, you put a little extra butter on your bread? That's what I'm doing today. Next week, we've got the top 10. Top 10. Everybody's doing their top 10 lists. Not only of the year, but of the decade now. I didn't realize that. It's the it's the top 10 of the decade stuff. But we're not doing top 10 of the decade 
next week. We're doing top 10 of Race to the Bottom this year. Top 10 moments. It's going to be good. I promise you. Then we've got the Holiday Spectacular after that. Get ready for something truly spectacular and truly holiday. And then, the following week, we've got the mashups. The dang mashups, man. One hour of the choicest mashups of the year. I started doing these song mixes and and found found sound mixes like a miss mix master mic up in here gonna boil that down clarify it do a, a balsamic reduction on it and it will be the perfect playlist for your new year's eve throw on that hour-long mashup. And then we start season three on January 4th. Got it all planned out. Okay? The phone number, 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. Let's do this, guys. Race to the bottom. phone call race to the bottom industries hey john this is uh this is tom calling from portland maine hi tom uh yeah thanks for calling what's going on buddy did i know this tom right yeah you know me we used to uh we used to live together oh yeah yeah I, uh, it's all coming back to me now what's going I on i live now i live now in this charming quaint town in Portland, Maine, and you know it's been nice, but there's this local laundromat that I have to go to. I have to go to to clean my clothes. Two qu- two questions. Two, yeah. I don't want to slow your roll, but I'm going to. Okay. I notice you say Portland, Maine. Do you do you basically just always say Portland, Maine? Because if if you just say Portland, people are like, "Whoa, which Portland?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was my first question. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. Good. So now, wait. I, I, I had really, a second question. I, I have a second question. Expeditiously in conversation. Well, you don't have and to. You, we got. You have to slow me down. We got for no reason. We have time. Uh, second question. So you say you have to go to this laundromat? Is that because uh, no laundromat in your building, or or is it, or is are no laundry machines, or are they gross? There's no laundry in our building. Um, oh no, no, there is, but it's broken. <laughs> it's um, there's a dryer that 
works and there's a washer that does not work and uh, we live in a crappy building yeah the landlord doesn't care the building's going to be bought and um the only place we can go is it's just awful it's just it's the only place and it's run by this tyrant this italian man <laughs> you're italian so you can business. say that he's a He's a. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I you're Italian, but you still can't use uh, racial epithets on the on this show or. Come or... on, John. This guy. Yeah, what's up with I, this guy? He's an. He's a, He's he's an. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Yeah. It's just this is what I want to talk about. Is this is this there's this like rift between like old school Italians and the um I don't know the collegiate uh uh dandies Italian aristocracy okay and and then there's the brick the brick layers and then there's the developers and um uh this guy it's a he, he's a it's a family business and he's this disgruntled pain in the ass who just as soon as you walk through the door i don't know if it's because i'm italian or if it's just everybody but uh-huh. I mean, he's italian so he feels like he just talked to me but he's just like you know hey you know what are you doing where are you from what you know just talking and you're just like oh i'm just trying to do my laundry and he won't he, he, and he'll tell you like an awful joke a really crude joke and it'll be like i don't even want to tell you what he said and you're just like do i oh, risk getting into it with this guy because then if i do i cannot i have nowhere else to do my laundry i i this is like it and it, it all seems to, I, I it all just seems to like coalesce into this crisis every time i go in the world my blood's boiling and this guy's like picking some fight some ancient italian street war and i i can't figure out what to do you know what this reminds me of, Tom? Because we used to live together, as you said earlier, and you and I used to <laughs> used to go down the street uh, to a uh, for many of our meals. We would go down the street to an, a nice establishment called Favelas, and yeah. this, this is in Crown Heights, uh, Brooklyn. I'm I'm pretty sure it's still there. It's a kind of Turnham and Burnham style uh, Mexican spot. Latin Latin fair. Yeah. And we would go there, but there was this uh, very gregarious bartender who thought he was uh, everybody's best friend. And we, we yeah. gave him the uh, very gracious nickname of Fat John. <laughs> and, so you're a regular John. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was a similar thing where we wanted to go to favelas, but we... Where we got to where we were like, oh God, I think he's working, and we just want to have a nice little yeah. repast, right? And this guy is harsh in it, really, really right. badly. And right, and then this this dude, you were going in there to write and to work on some stuff, and he spilled water all over your your laptop and destroyed That's it. That's right. That's right. Do do with that what you will. Well, what 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 I'm doing is I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking about 
the self-punishment he went through. And uh, somehow I felt like this guy who we call Fat John, I I couldn't bring myself to, like, tear into him. Um, And uh, I don't know. You, You did it for me. Well, I think, yeah, not really. I, we would, what we would do with this guy, cause he was so clueless and he was like a lot of Brooklynites. He was kind of on the make, uh, trying to be a, an actor and get into showbiz and, uh, right. love to talk about, you know, who got this break or this audition. And so I convinced him, um, cause you stopped going really to, to favelas when he was there after he destroyed your computer um yeah but i would see him around town and i would tell i told him that you were now um in the hbo tv show girls and filming the next season and had a really oh big God. part and he was very uh jealous of you and proud of you at the same time so oh. So what are you going to do about this laundromat, Tom? Okay. Um, well, you know, my last couple of visits, I put in headphones, and it just, I, it just chilled me out, and I felt like I just, I'm so embarrassed. I kept thinking about what if he did say something, what I would say back, and I was going to just make fun of his dad's toupee <laughs> because there's these family pictures everywhere. There's these, you know, computer printout weirdly framed um giant italian family it's you know third generation i've seen the i've seen the grandfather i've seen the father and i've seen the son and the grandfather is like don corleone i mean i mean like i know he's not a monster but he's just like he's got the aura of an old yeah country walking italian and um, and he's like suspenders and like little cap and like you know he doesn't speak English. You're like you gotta be kidding. And his son is this uh, loud, toupee wearing, big nosed, ugly. Wow. Italian. And I can say that because I'm a big nosed Italian. Okay. Yeah. This no. This guy okay. is a loud. This is my town. Um, pain in the. Uh, ass all the time and his son is like double that but with this like millennial he's not even millennial he's like anti he's trump he's anti uh you know he's like almost probably like glenn beckish with mixed with some weird traditional you know blue collar italian streak like he's fiercely religious he's in the choir he just he does the hymns and then he's like he tells you the crudest jokes you're not even listening, you know, and he's just kind of talking to you. And uh, he says, like, gross things when I'm with my wife, Lauren, in there. And I'm like, my, I'm, like, ready to go. Uh. And I can't, I can't do anything because it's, we're so broke. <laughs> we need Are you the sh- laundry done that hour. Are you sure? That amount of change that I have in my pocket. Are you sure? Have you scoured the the internet? There's not another laundromat in in your area. Are you sure about that? I am sure. I have investigated. This is a small town. Um, there's a uh, there's one other place. Wait, you're in Portland, Oregon? That's not that small of a town. Stop it. <laughs> it's 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 it is a small town. It's a super small city. 
it's it's a, it's a mile. And uh, then there's like the outskirts, but if we live right on the peninsula, and uh, you know, it's great, and at the same time, uh, you know, limited. Uh, I, because how of that. About, I mean, there's no traffic, and that's really nice. How about you? But, uh, how about you? How about this? How about you try uh, taking like a half an hour little drive to another town and, uh, you know, pack a sack lunch and and make it a little uh, fun little outing, your little laundry outing? No. This is war. <laughs> this is war I recognize. It's, this, is, this is the same way, the same reason Fat John needed to be dealt with. I, I need to deal with this. And um, uh, it's fine. I really, for some reason, the headphones really relax me. So then, yeah. when, whenever some, when he says something, I can just kind of say the right thing. And um, sometimes I could just look at him, and he just was like, he gets it, and he just kind of, you know, leaves me alone. Um, but it's it's almost just it's a matter of time before something, you know, we keep going going in there. It's well, when like he starts to say things to Lauren that like I'm just like I feel totally green lighted. <laughs> yeah like full-blown assault <laughs> and just like you know all of a sudden i'm in my own scorsese movie well and, how, how uh, about you say listen i i know you i know you're joking around but you know it's come on knock it off what how do you respond to that um yeah i don't know probably he'd probably be okay he probably would be receptive to that because he's been he's famously crude. Everyone yeah. you know kind of talks about. Him. You, um, you give him, you give him the hey. You know, I I know I know you're a funny guy. You give him a little. You're 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 yeah. a funny dude. I I know you're joking around, but come on, this this is uh, my wife. My wife's right over there. Yeah, he might. He's a he's a he's a. If he's a Trump he's guy, a neighborhood he's neighborhood guy. He's trying to be this chummy neighborhood guy. Yeah. Um yeah, but it's just he's got it's got such an edge to it because he sees the city being, you know, taken over by rich, mm. you know, New York people. Yeah. And uh he's just like the guy working at the laundromat. And I get it. And I I, I you know, I I'm not looking to to ruffle anyone's feathers. I just want to do my laundry, you know. <laughs> uh, you, you'd think that it's just kind of customary to let people just kind of like do their laundry, but there, there's this whole code, you know. That it just he's such a pain in the ass. He's just like you can't put your you can't put your basket there. Well, you got, that machine's busted. Hold on, hold on, hold don't, on. You put two quarters in too fast. I'll tell you, know? you what, Tom. Don't bring your laptop in there. Whatever you do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna. Uh, I want you to call back in and, and let us know what what happens. I'm gonna play a couple tunes that I suggest you might want to play on your headphones. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. John. Okay. Uh, I we're we're rooting for you. The whole race to the bottom family's rooting for you. I'll let you know how it goes. If it, with any luck, I'll have a toupee in my possession and, and I'll <laughs> mail it into the show. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right. All okay. right. Talk to you soon. Bye. He should play this in his headphones when he's trying to relax. Cat Stevens, Race to the Bottom. I listen to the wind, to the wind of my soul. Where I'll end up, well, I think only God really knows. 
I've sat upon the setting sun But never, 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 never I never wanted water once And never, never, never Listen to my words, but they fall far below. I let my music take me where my heart wants to go. I swam upon the devil's lake, but never, 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 I'll never make the same mistake. Never, never, never Okay? Yes, thank you. Look at me like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org/newsletter. 
Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have launched an after-school program for teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax-deductible. The cold weather is now upon us. Is your car prepared? Hi, I'm Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. At Johnny's, we worry about things and check them for you so you don't have to worry about them and check them. What about your wiper blades? Can they stand up to an ice storm? How's your heater doing? Have you checked it recently? What about your brakes? At Johnny's, we make sure that your car is ready to do the job and fight hard against Jack Frost and his wintry mix of friends. Come on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. The Johnny's, we do it right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Johnny, as always, for sponsoring the political checkup. It's supposed to go, I know you're ready for some politics with John Reed. Breeze to the bottom. But I didn't pull that up. But who cares? Who cares? Oh man, I got some good stuff. Here we go. Let me let me pull this up. This is R.J. Miller, Ronald's Rhythm. Sunny Cove is the name of the song. All right. Here we go. It's time for What in the Crap. What in the Crap. What in the Crap. So, uh, yeah, this is a couple weeks in the making, but uh, still in the news. You got, you know, you know this guy, uh, Papa John? Uh, my first job, my whole last, uh, incarnation of race to the bottom was basically about how I was a pizza delivery driver. And I did that for a place called pizza cabin. But my first pizza job was for Papa John's. I was 16 year old chipper, young lad. And I was what they call the phone B B word. They, they called me the phone B rhymes with which. And I'd answer the phone. I'd say, hello, this is John. Thank thank you for calling Papa John's. This is John speaking. How can I help you? Because that's what they told you to say. You say, thank you for calling Papa John's. This is blank speaking. And, you know, and people would say, <laughs> You're, are you John from pa- the John from Papa John's? Can I have some specials? And, uh, but that's where I learned how to, that's where I first got my taste of the pizza wars. And, uh, 
I always thought that this John Schnatter guy was a real wad of garbage. But boy, boy, was I just getting the tip of the iceberg. So I, I made this little mashup of what's been going on. So we're going to hear from some news reports about Papa John's. We're also going to hear from this guy, Frank, Mike Francesa, who is one half of Mike and the Mad Dog, one of the biggest, I guess the biggest sports radio person. And he's kind of a buffona, as Tom Sharpling would say. But I love his takes on Papa John's. So we got a couple of his Papa John's um, monologues in here and and I might stop this and and give some commentary and uh and then we got uh this everybody saw this this recent interview that uh John Schnatter did great name by the way John Schnatter put some ex- extra schnatter on that pizza um yeah we, he did a recent interview where he's totally gone off the rails and uh said he's eaten 40 40 Papa John's pizzas in the last 30 days to prove to uh, himself and the world that they're not as good since he's stepped down as their CEO. Uh, so here, here's this. I'm John Schnatter, Papa John. Tonight, Papa John is gone. John Schnatter stepping down as chairman of the company he started three decades ago in a broom closet at his father's Indiana tavern. The controversy stemming from racial slurs he used during a conference call two months ago. Schnatter acknowledging trying to justify previous negative comments he made about NFL players taking a knee, saying Colonel Sanders called blacks the N-word, and complaining that the KFC founder never faced public backlash. That's wonderful. Just <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Ironically, the call's intent was to prevent future PR disasters. Schnatter apologizing, saying simply stated racism has no place in our society. I don't think there's no coming back from a comment like that. It's being said, you're aware, you're grown. Others upset Schnatter remains on the board of a company that took a $2.93 billion slice of the nation's pizza. I love, I've you know, editing this, I've listened to it multiple times. And this, this guy reporting this story seems like just a normal Joe, but man, his, his like, uh, Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania, or accent comes out so much on slice. (laughs) He's taking a big slice. Listen to this. Wait, how do I go back on last year? And so if he uses the N word ethically, he, I'm John Snow. How do I pop a job? Oh, come on. I can't just. Oh, that, what's that's Steve Martin. That's. I'm John Snow. How do I. Papa John. Tonight, Papa John. Tonight. He even says John tonight. Schnatter stepping down as chairman of the company. There we go. Trying to figure out how to fast forward on this iPhone. Racial slurs. Now I'm really hearing it. Acknowledging trying to justify previous. This guy's a major. About NFL players taking a knee. Pittsburgh dude. Sanders called blacks the N word and complaining that the KFC founder never faced public backlash. Ironic. The call's intent was to prevent future PR disasters. That sounds kind of cool. 
in that company. The challenge, his face and name are synonymous with the company. This could be a major setback for the brand. Now, Papa John's will need to move forward without Papa John. And one thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. Oh. This is after the they won the Super Bowl. This, this is Mike Francesa. And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. Why is he on the sideline? So Papa John Schnatter, guys, he's just not having it. The founder and former CEO of his namesake restaurant did an interview with a local Louisville affiliate, and he accused his successor, Steve Ritchie, and current and former board members of conspiring against him. Schnatter was ousted after admitting to using a racial slur on a conference call last summer. He says executives used that incident to, quote, steal the company from him. More importantly, Schnatter said the company's pizza just isn't the same since he's gone. Take a listen. Knowing before we listen to this, knowing that it sounds like the the guy who took over from Papa John, it sounds like he might be a a, a Jewish man. I'm sure that that ha- has nothing to do with uh, knowing Papa John's kind of demeanor about outworld outlook. I'm sure that has nothing to do uh, with his idea that it was a conspiracy to take his company over over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days and it's not the same pizza it's not the same product it just doesn't taste as good the way they're making the pizza the way they're putting the pizza together is just not fundamentally sound to what makes a papa john's pizza a papa john's pizza Schnatter is no longer the company's largest shareholder. He's been selling off his stock over the last year. In the interview, he talked about, a quote, a day of reckoning coming in which the truth would come out about what actually happened. Papa John's did not respond to a request for comment on the interview, which went viral online. You saw celebrities like Chrissy Teigen, Sarah Silverman all tweeting about it. We should note, though, Papa John's stock is up about 55 percent year to date. They have a new CEO, Rob Lynch, who came in oh, over the summer. It's so- Rob Lynch, but there's another guy who's who's uh, who's. A member of the tribe. How much do you want to bet that that Papa John is is sitting next to Melania at the next State of the Union? You heard it here first. I changed like things somebody up. must be liking the pizza then. That's right. I think investors are liking it. Oh. Maybe you just had like extra jalapenos on the pizza. <laughs> Who knows? The world's a little crazy now anyway, isn't it really? I mean, let's be honest. And... What about this idea of them? Didn't somebody buy the Grand Slam call on, on TV or something like that? When I get updates on my phone, it says Bryce Harper hit a Papa Slam. So and wait I have a no second. idea what that is. Baseball actually sold the term Grand Slam to Papa John. Think about that. Bad enough that the first person Peyton Manning hugged or kissed was Papa John. Okay? Bad <laughs> enough. They've made plenty of dough together. Let's just say that. Nice. So now Papa has actually gone to the point that it's sold out the term Grand Slam. It is now on the network only called a Papa Slam. One of the great moments in baseball has now been sold to a pizza maker. Yeah, that's good radio right there. Mike Francesa. Take a couple notes, Pete Callender, my nemesis. Right? All right. Now, so that was one heck of a what in the crap if I if I uh if I do say so myself. It's time for who do you want to win and who's gonna win? 
Who do you want to win? And who? Gonna win. Like clockwork. And it's with a, this is with a heavy heart that uh, we say goodbye to a couple folks. You got to call them folks because that's what the only word that politicians use these days. It was bad enough when we thought it was just our buddy, the incomparable Steve Bullock, who was dropping out of the race. So, Steve Bullock, you get some of this. Just made a friend. But now that he had to go away. Yep. But we'll save the chorus for someone else. Kamala, this is for you. Turn on your hot light. Let it shine wherever you go. Let it make a happy glow for all the world to see. And I'm not going to front. I thought uh, I was Team Kamala at first. I really was. I thought she had what it took. My good friend Jake knows that I'm not the best political prognosticator. I never thought Obama had a chance at first. I was a John Edwards guy. (laughs) It's true. Sounds funny, but it's true. Um, Yeah. But Kamala, she ran a horrible campaign. People realized that she was a uh, a phony pretty quickly. She's the top cop. I love when people call somebody a top cop when they're attorney general. It's so cool. But uh, you know, and I, I didn't, I didn't know whether I wanted to play this, but I got so many requests to play. Uh, you know, the way that Kamala really dis- defined herself. On in race in the race to the bottom universe was uh, through through this really strange uh, little cooking show she did with her her husband uh, a clip that we like to call good job Dougie. This is my go to roast chicken. Douglas, will you great pepper in here? Rosemary leaves off of here. Oh, like three times as much. I bet. You okay, so yeah. Garlic. Now, Douglas, will you? If you can just peel them, honey. Salt? Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! Douglas, will you? Chopped herbs? Oh, like three times as much. The lemon zest? The minced garlic? Spoon all this? Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! As this roasts, this is all going to just be fragrant. Douglas, will you? Tie that little bad boy up. Good job, Dougie. There's our chicken. Good job, Dougie. Incredibly weird. Deeply weird. But let's all make a a roast chicken for Kamala this weekend. Or if you're vegan, make a tofurkey. If you're not a carnist like I am. Although I'm trying to cut back on the carne. 
cough button. Okay, so who do you want to win? Who's going to win? We've entered this weird billionaire phase of the campaign. I feel like between Kamala dropping out and Bloomberg getting in, I saw this thing, you know, you feel like television ads don't matter. But then I saw this thing that in, I guess, South Carolina specifically, uh, Tom Steyer, the animatronic. It's it's like Tom Steyer, like if you went to like Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese, there's the, if those... If, if those animatronic animals that would sing while you were eating your pizza, if they had a human manager, it would be Tom Steyer. Between those two guys, they're, they're blasting South Carolina with TV ads. And you think in the modern, you know, day media, that wouldn't matter, but they've risen where they've had five had their tv blast their billionaire blasts they should have a soft drink or a fruit juice the billionaire blast where they've done their their ads five percent gain and basically that for tom steyer that's from zero to a five percent rise and bloomberg from like two to seven so these guys really they could buy it. You got them on one hand. So who do you want to win? Who's going to win? You've got these billionaires on one hand. And then just for the sake of argument, say on the other hand, you've got Bernie and Warren. People who want to fundamentally change the system. Who acknowledge the fact that we're, we're living in an oligarchy. Who do you want to win and who's going to win? The billionaires or these people who are diametrically opposed to the status quo and who the media have basically zero incentive of promoting. Or maybe you'll have somebody in the in the soft center, like Joe Biden, who went off, called the guy fat. He didn't call him fat. He said, listen, fat, which is amazing. Maybe people will love that called him a damn liar because he was talking about his his son Hunter Biden friend of the show <laughs> but maybe maybe Biden the soft center or maybe uh mayor Pete will take the mantle mayor Pete's been talking about free stuff recently there's been this this new attack on Bernie and Warren that they want to give us give America, all these, all this free stuff, and that's anti-American. We like to Americans like to work for what we have: free college, student debt relief, free health care. We don't want free. We want we don't want it free. We want to work. And so what? So that seems so obviously. A bad faith argument. So what's... But to dive into it, I think... Do we really... 
if we felt like it was a one-to-one where we did the work and then that would advance our lives, then yeah, I'd say that, yeah, we just want to work, but the system's rigged, baby. You think a you know you think a, a a janitor wouldn't wouldn't like to have the work the hard work that he does cleaning a school pay off where he's not living in poverty sure but I don't think there's anything wrong with giving that guy some free stuff it's not free I think this is what. When when they when they say like Marx is a materialist, I think that's what this comes from. Is I was doing some reading on the train when they talk about materialism. I think it's the idea that what stuff matters. If you don't if you don't have the basic needs, the basic economic needs, you're not gonna be able to live a fundamentally happy and sound life these ideas of what america stands for and that we want to work hard and yada 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 that that doesn't that doesn't hold water so who do you want to win who's going to win in this corner you've got the billionaires and then the other corner You've got some rabble-rousers. I'll tell you one thing. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but this next song is going to be a walk in the park. This is uh, Beach House. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, This isn't Beach House. This is Thelonious Monk playing. I'm confessing that I love you, but I'm going to turn you off, Thelonious. Thank you for playing. Um, Okay. Coming up next is, as always... Crime Talk BK. And this, this, not a lot of, you might not know this. Crime Talk BK, it's, this, this show is like the biggest show on the, on our, on our radio dial at, at Radio Free Brooklyn. So see, see what, see what everyone else is, uh, loving. See what I'm, I'm loving. It's a great show. Stay tuned. Check this puppy out. And, uh, this is Beach House next week. Top 10, top 10 list, top 10 moments of Race to the Bottom this year. It's going to be a hell of a show. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.